right. We're mostly here. I wonder if anybody's coming by. Okay, it's a mime artist that's climbing up a wall. He always got to wait for his introductions. He always got to wait. All the time. I wonder if he's going to suspend from the ceiling, creep in from the side, or climb a rope to come and join us. I don't know, but... I'm running out of, I'm running out of entrances. Well, you know what? We've got a stage magician with us, so we've got to have something going on, obviously. Marcel, was it Marcel Mousseau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, good times. Okay, wonderful having you guys both here. By popular demand, and I want to definitely get into the videos as soon as possible because these streams, I know, can go sideways very quickly with the chat, everything else going on. And I want to absolutely cover the analysis as close to the front as possible. I also want to say a lot of new people are probably coming into the chat. And a lot of people have very strong emotions about this case. Um, a lot of people from Johnny Depp, Amber Heard are coming. A lot of things. And I respect all opinions, but folks, please try to keep it civil. Um, I'm going to ask the mods. If, if things are getting uncomfortable, go ahead and make use of the timeout function. I won't ban anyone, but just please kind of try to be respectful in your disagreements if you have any uh it's really really important to keep the civil there are there are really victims here and i don't need to stress them or trigger them or or anything else so while i'm very big on free speech please be reasonable think of it as a bar and when you go to a bar you can have a good time you get a little loud you can get a little rowdy maybe but eventually the bouncer is going to come around and that's what the mods are going to do so I uh, just wanted to give that heads up and we have not with us. Mention, not to mention, you know, we're seeing some behaviors that we're certainly going to talk about, but it, a lot of this is premature. So, and, and that we have to respect that. Um, so that, you know. Oh, oh absolutely. Um, nothing is absolutely a certainty. This is a, a first impression. Yeah. And to set the expectations. I sent this to Spidey blind, so he has watched them once. Mm -hmm. I have given him no other information about it because I like to do that. I personally don't plan on participating much in the analysis because I've read a whole lot more information and I've communicated with a lot of people, and I don't think I would be fair in whatever statements I was making because obviously as you see different facts or whatever, it's going to influence your impression. You know, I'm going to probably try to land on what supports facts that I see, I've seen and not seen. Rob has even less at stake. I sent him the videos, and I think you just started to see one, but never really got anywhere. Yeah, I barely started the one with, oh, well, I barely started one of them. I got halfway through the other one, so I'm coming in blind. I'm also coming in blind factually. I know very little about this Good. case except the bare bones. Thing. Good. And, and that's what I wanted. I mean, I, I, I literally, because everybody feels very strongly, it's an ugly case. There's a lot of people involved. So I think it's better if you guys are clueless and just come in and, and react accordingly. So we're going to go ahead and start with Esme Bianco, who was uh, the more famous of the pair. She played Roz on Game of Thrones and had a relationship with uh, Marilyn Manson I don't know, in the uh, mid 
20s, like 2010, around there. Um, Sorry, before, but when you say a relationship, because again, I don't know much about the history. When you say a relationship, do we mean an extended relationship, months, years, weeks, or like a relationship as in an encounter? It was a really, it was like, a, it was an ongoing thing. I, I, from what I understand, they had an intimate relationship as like, um, I, I don't know what the right terms are, um, but there, there was sexual um, relations between them. Uh, yeah. Paramour. I think that's what, that's what the. Uh, Paramour. That's a good term. Thank you very much. That's what, uh, that's what her uh, interview suggests. Okay. Yeah. It, that's as far as I know, I'm, I'm not super detailed on it, but that one is, I believe, the case. And let me make sure I've got these up. And I'm going to have to skip around a little bit because, for example, this GMA interview, it's like a little bit of talking, and then boom, we've got a bunch of overview. And then a little bit of talking, so I'm going to have to kind of uh, track with everybody and catch up with them. So here we go with Esme Bianco. And you guys just yell, just say stop. And, you know, I'll stop at any point. You abused by Marilyn Manson. Yes, I was. How long did it take you to realize? Okay, stop. That's what was happening. Oh, After I left. All right. <laughs> okay. You cut okay. me off. Go there. All sorry. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's quite a bit going on in the beginning. Um, I'm always weary of someone who answers a question before the question is completed. Hmm. Um, it's something I look for in sort of what now listen we know this is prepared she knows she's going to go on the show she knows what she's going to be asked so it is something it happens in excitement you know it in excitement we're anticipating something and we want to get the message out there it it happens but at the very least it suggests an agenda there's a there's something i want to get out there i'm passionate about so she didn't let her finish the question and she answered right away it always sits for me just going being a little red light goes on in the back of my mind also that head shaking it lasted a little longer than it should. Usually if I give you a yes for emphasis, it's usually like, yep. Like, did something happen? Yep. This sort of thing, wherever wherever, wherever we have any held nonverbal message, what we call emblems. Emblems is, is a Paul Ekman word. Anything that means something universal or within a certain culture like this or this or I don't want to mm. do it on screen, but, you know, read between the lines. Um, <laughs> he does that to me all the time, folks. Yeah, so whatever we have like that that's held a little too long um, is me trying to put out a message rather than what I feel. Like if you ask something, I go, yep, like that really quick. But if I hold it up, it's like I want to make sure everyone sees this. Same with the head gesture. There's a difference between yep and yeah. Well, is that to influence? I mean, I'm just asking, am I doing it's that to, to bring very, you in? It's to send a very clear message and to make sure everybody got it. And hmm. it's a message to the interviewer. So the the... I caught that too. The, 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 she started nodding before she answered and she started answering before the question was cut off. I am not taking that to mean that there's any credibility stuff here. It is that she is, there's an eagerness to the, the interview itself. And then when she continues the nodding after the answer, and then as the next question is beginning, that is, that is to the interviewer. It is saying, keep going, let's go, let's go, let's go. There's an eagerness to this. Um, and it, this is not saying anything about the merits of what she's saying at all. I'm just saying that she is she's prepared for this. She's eager to answer these questions. Yeah, that, okay, I agree. Uh, and then immediately after that, we had a, we had a lip compression, which is weird. Why would why would you jump in to answer something and then compress your lips? Almost um, opposite sentiments, right? If I'm jumping in, I'm eager, and I'm answering something. We've got this emblem, really like continuing 
that shows eagerness, but then immediately after that, you're compressing your lips, which usually has to do with withheld opinion, something you're mm. holding in. So why are you, why are you at the same time eager to say something, but not eager to say something? So that to me, right off the bat, I saw that I was like, those are not, we don't usually see those things together. Doesn't mean hmm. much. All right. Got a lot right out the gate though. Yes, it was. How long did it take you to realize that's what was happening? Seven years after I left. Bianco's best. Anything there? No. She okay. looks up. That's that's it. That doesn't tell you anything. There's nothing there. It's yeah. I didn't see anything. Period. Yeah. There. Yeah. How about the seven years? Um, yeah. So, so it could be recall. There was okay. recall. We saw the eyes searching before she answered that. There was also a bit of a, a bit of a smile as she was answering it. It's not something I'm going to look too much into at all. Um, but yeah, seven. Listen, I've talked to a lot of survivors of abuse, and uh, usually they 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 start realizing within the relationship. But I don't want to apply that. You know, I don't want to make generalizations because there okay. have been cases where it took someone to leave it for a lot of time to go by for it to click. So I don't want to jump on everything and be like, that's incriminating. Again, this is very premature. There's there's things we see more often, but it doesn't make it impossible that she had to get out. It took some time. It took a couple of years. And then then it clicked. Well, that was not okay. It's possible. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to break that apart. Okay. And you know it's secret McSquirrels on the case. Woo! Okay. Ooh. I was going to get <laughs> All right, so the next part. Teacher, how did you first come into Marilyn Manson's Video. orbit? Video. Oh, dang it. All right, folks. I do this all the time. She idolized as a teenager. How did you first come into Marilyn Manson's orbit? So I was introduced to him by his then fiance, Dita Fontes, when I spoke with him the first time the first words out of his mouth were i've been a fan of yours for years over the next four years she's anything there uh pacifying she's twirling her her ring um you know as she's kind of leaning to the side her feet are anchored in, in a very strange way like the tip of the foot is like really anchored into that to that seat usually when we anchor down is to brace ourselves uh plus pacifying at the same time so this is a stressful topic uh in my opinion um it's interesting that she says, like, the first thing he said to me is that that I'm a fan. It's something she remembers. Um, it's something she's proud of. Interesting mm -hmm. to me that, that she recalls that and goes immediately to that. And this limited amount of information that she's giving, it's important for her to say, one of the first things he said to me is that he was a fan. Um, interesting that, that, that she's bringing that up. Uh, does, does, does it show that, you know, she's a little self-centered? It, it could indicate that, you know. I say that a lot. I say that about a lot of people. You know, one of the first things you said is just a fan. I know. What I'm that a fan, Spidey. I'm really? your fan. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of a moment to sort of lift ourselves. And could this be because she's feeling vulnerable and she needs that little bit of an emotional lift? Can be. Uh, again, just pointing out behavior is not so much jumping to conclusions. I hope that's okay. Mm -hmm. I, I hated the fact that there was the cutaway between these two answers. Because the thing is, the thing that I noticed was the pacifying behavior, the hands crossed in the lap, and then she goes to do the caressing of her fingers. Um, and I would have been very curious to see that in real time, because that could have very simply just been that eagerness that we saw, 
her just then going and moving her hands to that position and calming herself back down, which would be completely reasonable. Yeah. Somebody in the chat is pointing something out, and I think it's interesting saying that's that's um, normal talk yeah. in the I was, industry. I was, and I was, about to, I was about to comment on that specific comment. Uro, I, Uroboros. Was, um, yes, Uroboros. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, is that a case like I, I learned that a lot of actors or famous people like you, Spidey, when you run into people, instead of saying um, nice to meet you, they always say good to see you. Because it, it sounds like you might be familiar. They don't know if they've ever no, seen I'll, you before. I'll so you cover your ass you by saying, oh, I'll good to you, see I'll you. I'll tell you exactly what good to see you is. We forget who we've met before and who we haven't. So mm -hmm. if you say it's nice to meet you and the person comes back and goes, we've already met. You feel like a giant, you know. But uh, when you say nice to see you, it's ambiguous as to whether you're aware of the fact that you've met before or not. The reason I like this comment from Ouroboros is that it's 100% accurate. To say I'm a fan of your work is almost, between artists, it's almost the way you say hi, nice to meet you, good to see you. It's, it's, it replaces that. Because we know, you know, artists, they, they, they like praise in most cases. So whether you are or you're not, it's a polite thing to say, I'm a fan of your work. So for her to take that, that seriously and literally and remember it and bring it up. It, it, it to me, it does feel a little weird that she's highlighting that. But you know, it's not a huge thing. Okay. Oh, by the way, good, this is a good question, Pepper Jackie. And sorry to interrupt. Has the panel established a baseline? I think Spidey did. Not on her. I did oh. it for the other for the other uh, oh, testimony. Okay. And I'll tell you why I did it for the other one. Nothing about her communication here mm -hmm. is making me wonder. Like, is this normal for her? The other one, there was a lot of things that we were seeing. Well, we'll see. Her. Don't spoil. <laughs> yeah, but there were a lot of other things I was looking at there that I was like, okay, I got to know if this is normal for this person. And I tend to do that with, with a lot of people that I analyze. If I see one or two things that I'm like, that's a little out of the ordinary for me, I might go baseline to see if this is a pattern for them. Huh. I wonder if this is normal for her. Yeah. And yeah. someone in the chat asked, like, Rob, why so serious? I'm. I'm being serious because this is a really sensitive topic. I don't have an a chance to have observed this person before. So I'm looking at them as if, I mean, almost as if they were a potential witness or they're testifying and I'm trying to figure out what questions to ask or where I'm looking. I, this is serious topic. I'm sorry if it looks like I'm being serious, but I'm trying to give it the weight it deserves. Yeah. Well, Rob comes on. Look, guys, he's serious Rob today. A lot of times Rob comes on here, he's angry Rob. So we like it's a, yeah, we love angry. We like raging Rob. You know, we yeah. like Rob to go. You know, but but serious Rob is cool. So just he's just laid back. He's watching. First words out of his mouth were, "I've been a fan of yours for years." Over the next four years, she says the mutual interest trust he was making. He told me that we were going to shoot. Oh, he told me that we. The okay, picture. grooming. Oh, you want the picture? Mm -hmm. Okay. So. I was probably going to talk about this like at a separate part on its own tangent, but it's really, really important to me to talk about this. And I don't want to forget this. Sure. So, and I don't even know how to start because there's a lot of thoughts that I have in my head when it comes to this. Look at, look at Marilyn Manson. Mm -hmm. Just look at him. Like you may not know who he is. You may not be familiar with his music. Look at pictures of him. Look at him speaking, look at him performing. There's obviously, and I don't like to profile, I don't like, you know, they say don't judge a book by its cover, but when sure. we say don't judge a book by its cover, we're talking about morality. We're talking about inner nature. We're not talking about the topic. If I see a book that's called 50 Recipes You Can Make with Lettuce, 
I just made that up. I don't know why that came to mind. I could judge that book by its cover in terms of the content that I'm going to find within. I may not know if it's good or bad or inherently a good thing, but I will understand what's in there. If you look at Marilyn Manson, he's not hiding any part of his personality. And a lot of people take that to mean, wow, that person's really messed up. To me, it has always meant the polar opposite. I find that people who highlight their darkness, they highlight that part of themselves that we're not all comfortable putting forward because we hide it, right? We put our nice little suits and we put our little ties and we're on our best behavior because we're scared of what people will think if we show them that darkness. <laughs> people who highlight that darkness, I found in my experience, and this is over a decade of studying human behavior, those people, typically what you see is what you get. If we look at artists like Eminem, you know, people listen to his music and they go, oh my God, this guy must be so deranged. Like if this is what he's talking about, what's the reality? People misunderstand. That is the reality. The difference between us and people like this is not that they're darker than us. It's not that they have darker thoughts and crazier things to their personality. It's that they're more comfortable exposing that truth and talking about that darkness. So in my experience, people like this, what you see is what you get. So with Marlon Manson, mm -hmm. it's no different. By the way, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I say Marlon as I say it fast. It's ever since I was a kid. With Marilyn Manson, um, it's no different. I feel like he's an easy target because he's so outspoken sure. and he's so out there. But the reality of the matter is he's just comfortable exposing that part of himself. So a lot of these women I, I look at and I think to myself, you see the guy. You know what you're getting into. Now, look at this picture over here. I don't see any discomfort from her. I don't see digital flexion. I don't see anything in her face that's saying discomfort. She's okay with this side of him. And, well, and Spidey, this is, but this is also, I, and I'm sorry, I was sorry to cut you off, but this is, I wanted to cut you off before you got to that point because this is why I hate photos. And this is why photos are so dangerous because there's no context. Photos that are just given or presented to try and demonstrate a feeling, an emotion. That photo doesn't give you very much. You don't know what was going on before. You don't know what whether they were playing a dress up or going to a party. You don't know anything about the situation. So you are going in blind and trying to add context. And when you do that, you can't help but bring any preconceived notions that you have to the table. Yeah. Hmm. That's why photos, when you see them in these montages, when you're talking about any of these parties, that goes with Depp, Heard, uh, any of these alleged, uh, any of these allegers, the people who were the purported victims, Marilyn Manson, any of them, photos are dangerous to play with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I do agree. Uh, a, a lot of the certification courses I've taken in body language, often we have to look at pictures and stuff. And I've always had a problem with that because I go movement and change tells us more than, than static. But in this case, I'm not talking, you know, and, and I could see that people would look at it and be like, oh, look at that, that hold he has on her, obviously overly dominant. But mm. I well, unless see, he's about I, to squeeze down, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's I, I don't, I don't see discomfort. I don't see discomfort in her to where it's like, I don't see any part of her. And, and Rob's right. This comes with yeah. a giant caveat, which is this is just a still picture. We don't know what happened before and after. But I'm not seeing in her any kind of discomfort with this sort of situation. Again, you look at um, Marilyn Manson, you kind of see what you're going to get. And mm -hmm. it takes, you know, and I'm, I'm in a million years, I would never, ever, ever, never suggest that anyone is deserving of something only because there are warning signs. That's really not what I'm saying. There's a small, there's a very fine distinction between what I'm saying and that. And, and what, I'm, what I'm saying is you can see that the guy is into weird things and, and he's weird and he's quirky. 
So I feel like it makes him an easy target because after the fact you go, oh, I can easily get people to believe that he's a certain way. But again, in my experience with people like this, what you see is what you get. And all, and all I want to say here is this represents to me the type of relationship I would expect Marilyn Manson to have with the woman in his life. A little bit of, you know, to me, it looks like a little bit of role playing, a little bit of little kink. Little kink. Yeah, exactly. As long as it doesn't cross that line. If it does, that's completely unacceptable. There's no world in which that is even slightly acceptable. But to me in this photo, I'm not seeing any indications of like stress or we see the, the right shoulder is relaxed. She's exposing the neck. We only do this when we're comfortable. That's Joe Navarro, best-selling author in the world on body oh. language. Says, you know, exposed neck. Are you comfort. ready for me to blow that out? I mean, that's the thing about photos. You ready for me to blow that up? How did his hand get on her neck? Did he put it there? Did she put it there? What were they talking about beforehand? Who asked to take the photo? Where were they standing? Where was she going? What were her eyes doing in the 10 seconds prior to this? Sure. I mean, you're looking at a pose. You have no, no I, idea anything that went into it. Like it's, I get it's, it. Yeah. I get it. But, but well, you, well, well, hold on, hold on, Rob. I'll, hold I'll on. push back now. No, I'm going to push back on that a little yeah. because when you just said that, you're right. We are looking at a pose. So we're not looking at a frame that's captured Correct. within a motion. So that leads some credence to what Spidey is saying yes. because yes. it is a pose. And this pose, you know, so if we are taking this as a still frame, then all of what you're saying is very, very relevant. But his hand, the movement, everything else, everybody has settled into their comfortable position. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to say that that, le- that kind of leans back the other way. But we're spending a lot of time on a photo. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. I apologize. That's and Rob's ultimately right. We don't know what happened before, what happened after. But we, if we look at her body language within this frame, I'm not seeing enormous discomfort. Is it possible that immediately after or immediately before there was? Yeah. But if, with this snapshot, I'm not seeing it. But okay. I agree with you. It doesn't say well, much. And you see why they put the photo there, though, because it gets the discussion. It gets. It makes you think. Right. Well, here's the irony. This photo was meant to make him appear to look bad. This is her not saying he's a good guy and I was happy. This is her saying that he's a monster. This is a photo to represent him as a monster. I don't think it's the best choice for a monster shot, but you know what? Yeah, I I don't. If that's the point they're trying to prove, that's all I'm saying. If that's the point they're trying to prove with this photo, it's not working for me. Loco in the comments said she isn't removing his hand. I think that's a good point. If we're concerned, someone has their hand around your neck. Rob, you must admit that even in that moment, even in that snapshot, oh, if yeah. you're concerned, there would be a little bit more of like a, a defensive mechanism that's ready oh, to yeah. kick in. A bit yeah. of a more, more of a grip, a little more of a, you know, she, she's, she's leaning into it. And you're right. It could mean nothing. But this doesn't, for me, paint him as a monster. Correct. No red flags. Yeah. All right. He told me that we were going to shoot it all on flip cam so that we could do it ourselves. That was like the beginning of the nightmare. This is when she's... All right. Very short segments. I really wish they didn't intersperse so much. It makes me wonder. It got to the stage where he wanted to shoot the finale of the video and he locked me in his bedroom and he tied me to a wooden prayer kneeler I was half naked and he beat me with a whip and he filmed it. The uncle per- uh, Pranular, by the way, is like a, a praying stool for anyone who's interested in that. Anything on that section? That- I would have to do a deep dive to see if there's a cluster. Nothing really jumped out on me. A couple of isolated behaviors. But I, I you know, again, 
Eric, you know that I'm not comfortable sure. really committing to things being deceptive or not, especially when it's premature. There was no overwhelming reason for me to believe that that segment was deceptive. Am I saying I have reason to believe it was true? I don't. I don't have enough evidence in that isolated statement to go either way. Okay. And this is uh, something that's a controversial thing later that we could talk about, the, the back marks or whatever that's kind of um, up in the air. Provided ABC News with this photo, which she says is her back marked with whiplashes after the incident. At any point, did you ask him to stop? No, I would never have dared to ask him to stop. Was there ever a point where you feared for your life? The entire time during that shoot. Over the following two years, she says- Sorry, 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 sorry. Wait, wait. Go. The, the choice of words. What's with the choice of words? I, that threw that threw me like I got the, uh, you. I caught it in the first little segment when she does the quick head shake at the finale. She does the finale and there's a there's a bit of a. Um, contempt, almost contempt and then dr dramatization of the word. You recognize the word as something that she creates and she she plays it to a dramatic effect with the contempt, whether it's intentional, whether it's true. But then when she makes the comment at the end, that shoot during the entire time of that shoot not that event mm. good it's point that shoot good point why also, is she isolating that feeling to that shoot was there nothing happening before or after why, why is that shoot so important Rob, that's well, really it makes point. it sound like a photo shoot it was it makes it sound like a it, it was they were filming they were filming a scene but then at that moment like it doesn't it doesn't it transform into something you're you're saying you are describing it as this incident of abuse and at some point in time as you're describing it i'm guaranteed at least me personally that it began as a shoot but every time i refer to it after that it is this traumatic experience or this incident i'm not going back and giving it this this moniker of of, of this shoot Good point. Um, there was something else I think I heard, but uh, let me just say. The incident. At any point, did you ask him to stop? No. I would never have dared to ask him to stop. Was there ever a point where you feared for your life? The entire time during that shoot. By the way, okay, that I did hear. I, I, there was something missing there. So you mentioned the way she said something. Spidey, you know what I'm talking about. What was missing? What did she not say? There, I mean, there's a couple of things she didn't say, but I'm, I'm focused on a really big inconsistency here that I'd like to get back to. Eric, make your point. She never said the word yes. She didn't answer directly. She said during that entire shoot. Right. Yes or no. A That's direct a answer to yes okay. or no. That's a good point. Um, there's something really, really bugging me here. A lot. Like a lot, a lot. And I'm going to have a hard time moving past this. Let's look at three statements she said so far in two and a half minutes, okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't dare say anything. I was scared the entire time during that shoot. But if we go back a minute, only seven years later did she realize that she was in an abusive relationship. Oh, uh, good point. What? That is an interesting point. That uh, if it took her the time to realize... If you're scared for your life to a point where you're, you don't dare bring anything up, you know you're in an abusive relationship. I don't know. I don't know, Spidey. I, I think I could push back on the language. On the, go ahead. Mm. 
if you allege if you allege that a relationship itself was inherently psychologically abusive and was fraught with gaslighting or creating a behavior plus not to mention that if you're starting to play these games of this this shoot and if if it's playing out as she's describing it there's a a kink element to it and fear is part of that kink element and it could be that that was part i i don't know it was part of it okay okay hold on there's yeah, a difference right. between there's a difference between seductive fear which you guys can look up the um the bridge study i don't know if that's what it is but if you if you look that up you'll find it in rob you're absolutely right there is a relationship between fear and arousal and the study was very simple that two bridges that people walked across and at the end of the bridge there was a researcher who offered the phone number and one bridge was like sturdy and the other one was all flimsy and stuff and the ones who were scared for their lives felt attracted to the researcher and called a lot more than the ones who felt safe it's very close in the brain arousal and fear so you're right that's the reason kink appeals to certain people because that slight fear could be arousing but i dare not bring it up it goes beyond fear that's terror yeah. it's scared yeah. of something. all right it's guys scary. before just to tell you though please i know you guys are smart and have great memories put a pin in what spidey said about seven years okay just put a pin in it that's that's going to be significant so it's uh, not so so uh uh Rob, to reiterate, for me, it's not so much the contrast between, um, you know, I was scared during that shoot and then saying, I didn't know for, until seven years later. It's more the contrast between I would have never dared say anything. Like The type like, of the terror versus the fear. Like, it's yeah. not fear. It's it's terror. And it's oh, like, I'm, I, yeah, I get that. That I can I'm see. terrified to say anything. And also, what, why doesn't that deserve more time? I, I never dared say anything. Why? Did you try saying something? It didn't work out. Um, you're painting a picture without really telling us you're trying to paint a picture, but you're not really giving any details. It's very abstract. I didn't dare say anything. Why did he, did he tell you to, to you know, aggressively to shush? Did, uh, did, did something happen previously where you regretted speaking up? I feel like that deserves more. So for me, the thing out of place is this, I didn't dare say anything, but you didn't know for seven years. Anyways. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, one last note on this one before we go on, Rob. Um, and Spidey, keep in mind that this was a shoot for who? What kind of video? Was a Marilyn movie? Manson video, which is going is going to be dark, kinky, horror show type of environment, just automatically. So there's there's going to be some aggression involved, so to speak, just just in the subject matter. So um, let's see. Let's go Was there ever a point where you feared for your life? The entire time during that shoot. Over the following two years, she says their relationship became sexual. Abuse by abuse by doing it during sex, basically. He always went too far, the biting. That was 100% non-consensual. And he would bite me till I was black and blue. Why continue to go back? I thought he was in love with me. I did not understand that what was happening to me was very, very wrong. And because he was incredibly manipulative. Why didn't I just run? What was I doing? It's not until we truly understand, you know, what psychological abuse and gaslighting does to somebody that you can fathom why I would have stayed. Then Anything? A lot of neck movement. Some eye blocking when she said uh, 
when she was talking about the biting and stuff or just before that, how it was not consensual, we saw some eye blocking and that doesn't, again, it, it could happen if it was true, it could happen if it was false because it is an indicator of deception within a cluster. Please always remember for to have any confidence whatsoever that deception is taking place, you need to see a cluster. There isn't a single sign in the world that indicates deception alone. But it, but eye blocking is one of those things to where I don't want to face it. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want. Also, I don't want to see the person's reaction uh, because if I'm being deceptive, I don't want to see that disappointment. So we do eye block, but we also eye block when we don't want to face something. So it is very possible that someone who lived actual abuse might go as they talk about it. They close their eyes because they don't want to face that image. Um, it could be either. And I know I'm doing a lot of this back and forth. I, and if nothing else, I just want people to see that, like, you know, sometimes you might look at the eye block, oh, she's lying because she eye blocked. It could also mean that she's just having a hard time with that image. Listen, again, I'm, I'm going to default back to, you look at Marilyn Manson, he's obviously into some stuff that not everyone is into. Does it make him a criminal? Absolutely not. A lot of weird people are into a lot of weird things. It's just that he displays it. So a lot of conservative people are going to go, Oh, that guy's a weirdo. I don't think he's a weirdo. I think he's comfortable with the things that make him different. I don't think that's a crime at all. I, I grew up my entire life being different than the norm. Um, well, it, with your background too, Spidey, um, as a performer, you are elevating or escalating, um, amplifying. That would be the right term. You are amplifying things within you for the performance of value. And using your theory, I would say that he could be amplifying his dark thoughts and dark feelings again for the purposes of his image entertainment and, and whatever else absolutely yeah I, I have no doubt that sometimes he just gets back and he wipes it all off and gets into his pjs um yeah it's it's his uh it's his image it's, it's a shtick exactly so <laughs> and yeah so was there much there? There wasn't. But like if you so here's the thing. The only part of that, the only part of that statement that concerns me is her saying it was definitely not consensual. Consensual. That's, yeah. That's I, I it was too much. It's too it's too big of a hot button word, the consensual. Yeah. And and, and that and that's yeah. where she's right. So so and nothing else. He likes to bite. Don't mean anything. I'm sure a lot of people like to bite. So a lot of people's things. You look at Mar if you get if I didn't know any of this, and you show me a picture of Marilyn Manson, you go, "Does this guy like to bite?" I'd be like, 80% yes." I, I don't like the profile. I don't, again, I don't like to judge a book by its cover, but I'd be like, "Doesn't surprise me." You told me he likes to bite. I'd be like, "Doesn't surprise me." Um, so that doesn't con that doesn't worry me. It, it's their private life, but it's the it wasn't consensual. Did and you? That, that's where that's where this becomes a problem. Did well, anyone else catch her uh, her massive change in posture? Like no. significant change in posture. No, let's go back and see it. All right, and I've got a yeah super chat here on this. I stayed because he thought he was in love with me. Did I hear that right? Not that she was in love with him. Huh. Interesting question. The, great and, question. I'd, I'd like to go back and see if like the wording on that as well. We have a lot of reasons to go back. Let's go back. Understand, you know doing it's not until we truly understand you know what psychological abuse and gaslighting does to somebody that you can fathom why i would have stayed then in 2000 uh, okay i might not have gone back first but she also oh, hold on. I, do want to cover that. I do want to cover that i do want to cover that 
she's using all the popular buzzwords that usually went over the public opinion. But yes, very much so. The, she knows our trigger words, but there's something else. What hmm. what was it? Abuse and gaslighting, or was that, was that those words used? Abuse and gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Whatever mm -hmm. the words were, abuse. I think it was abuse and gaslighting. Does mm -hmm. to somebody, not does to me, not did to me. That statement analysis again. Yeah, good point. To somebody. To the third person. Could you, yeah. Could be you. Could be you. Please relate to this. Could be any one of us. To somebody. Well, the posture thing. So remember the yeah, beginning of the interview. The posture shift. Though, can we go back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think it's quite a bit further. It's like you get, you get like a quick glimpse of it. Not there. Not there. Well, they keep when doing she's doing cuts. a lot of that. She's doing a lot of this chin fighting. She moves forward in the chair. She anchors her her hands on her left leg rather than doing that calming gesture. And I saw it for a flash. There. Let's go. became sexual. He would hide there. abuse. She's by changed doing it her position. Sex, At the beginning of the interview, she was back and back and across the stomach, and her shoulders were back, and there was a hesitation mm -hmm. to her. Now she's shifted to one strong side. She has her hands on one leg and she's positioned forward. And you see a lot of the, like, she's now, there's just a change in confidence in what she's saying. I don't know if it's, uh, it's doesn't intended to say something or other, but there's a definite shift in her comfort level and what she's doing by her body, by her body posture. Is it more aggressive by yes. being forward? Okay. Yes. All right. By the way, the chat is being phenomenal. It looks like a lot of constructive comments in there. So thank you. There's definite anger in this. Terrifying night. He thought I had put cockroaches in the walls to mess with him. And he took an axe and he started smashing holes in the walls. And then he started chasing me with the axe. And at that point, I thought he's going to kill me. ABC. I'm sorry. Whenever I hear that and I think of a horror, I, I, I'm like, did you watch The Shining last night? And no, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Hold on. There wasn't that much of a cluster on that one. Um, and I'll, it's a weird thing to make up. It's a really weird thing to make up that he thought I put cockroaches in the wall. Like, that's, that's, it's a weird thing. So I think there might be some truth to that. Maybe on some sort of, thing that was going on he may have mentioned something like that i do believe, listen memory is a flawed machine i just sure. we know this from all the studies we know that if you have a memory in your head that's more than five years old you probably have a lot of it wrong no matter how convinced you are that you have it disneyland study um uh, hot air balloon study the challenger study where people tried to recall what they were doing when they found out the challenger exploded and they were all very very wrong about where they even were so things things transform I think this is a story that transformed over the years and it got worse and little elements came into it. Um, but I think there's some truth to that. Somewhere in that, I think the core of it, some of that I think might be true. Rob? I just hate, I, I'm as you're flipping through, I got distracted by the photo choices. Like the photo choices. Like say what you will about whatever she's saying in the interview, but you know exactly what ABC's opinion is of this. Like oh, yeah, just yeah. by the photo choices alone, like, oh my gosh, like let's, let's have the cute, beautiful model photographs and let's have Marilyn Manson in stage makeup. Like mm -hmm. just any, 
any idea that you would walk into this interview and leave this interview without being made to feel a certain way by how they set it up. It's just, it's, it's yeah. hundred percent slanted. Oh yeah. 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 Anko is the first of Manson's accusers to share her story on camera, but several women have come forward on social media, including actress Evan Rachel Wood with. Yeah. Doing more with her there. I hate all this interstitial. Like, what is happening? Just give. Oh, look at that tongue jut. <laughs> um, it's like just. I want to hear her. This bugs me. And yeah, Rob. I, of course, they're picking this. It's just annoying. He calls them horrible distortions of reality, and his statement in part reads that his relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners. It's disgusting that that is his response. That somehow. We are the ones who misconstrued the whole situation. It's very indicative of the kind of man he is that I see him now to be, the monster that he is. Bianco is a. Anything? How much? She doesn't like him. Sure. There's, there's, there's clear she doesn't like him. She like does. She, says, the, she, she does the back away. She does the everything about it. Disgusting. A little bit of disgust in there. Like she she just a bit. Disgust. I mean, wow, but that's what we see anger. You expect it. Like, it's completely expected. Yeah. Right. Okay, what, what is this? Human trafficking? Oh, okay. Um, supposedly, something to do with her visa. She is from England, and he brought her to L.A. to shoot the video, and her claims were that he human trafficked her from England to L.A. to do all this i i i'm just saying uh, so i don't know you know I, I don't think it's one of her strongest cases in my opinion but you know I, i'm okay rob go mm, i want i didn't hear if we have, has that been part of the interview yet like it was right on the it was on the screen a second ago it was a, it was written that the attorney made that claim look right there Asking, asking her to travel her, it's, or it's asking to film her, a video asking her, asking her it's a record yeah we are not there those two those two bullet points not yet honey yeah okay yeah that's why i'm like and again i'm not trying to go at you but i'm just like look she came to film a video there there was a purpose that doesn't feel like trafficking to me but like, I don't know. a few elements are missing from that all right i was defrauded I was transported from the UK to the US. I was harbored. Okay, this is some attorney talk. I was transported. Uh -huh. Yeah, I uh -huh. sent you a plane uh -huh. ticket. Keep going. Oh, I've God. got three. And then I was coerced into involuntary servitude, and in, which included sexual abuse and physical abuse. How does it feel now? Rob has eight words that her lawyers told her to use. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well that, that, good 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 news. it's 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 it's, it's fr this is the frustrating part of it is and i've talked to people about this before don't use the legal buzzwords they only raise red flags for the lawyers because it's like that's not how people naturally speak i was transported i was harbored i was coerced i was that's not how people naturally speak you say basically he told me I had to get on the plane or else I would lose my job. I got on the plane because I was going to lose my job. 
when I was on the plane, I didn't know we were going across the international border, but somehow we ended up in England. I wasn't allowed. He told me I couldn't go back. If I went back, I was going to lose everything. And then I had to go there and he basically said, if you don't perform these acts, um, you know, you'll lose all the money and I guess you'll just be stuck here. I'll leave you behind. There you go. You've now just, you've now just laid out human trafficking and you didn't have to use a single buzzword. Well, there are a lot of buzzwords earlier. So this interview is full of buzzwords, right? Alita's in like the chat. That. Hi, Alita. I like that. <laughs> All right. Alita, awesome to see you. And to be able to name him. It's like a massive relief. At the same time, it's, it is terrifying. I'm still scared of him. I'm still scared of retaliation. Where do you find that strength? I think it comes from thinking about other survivors. Why are you scared? You go right to the strength. Why are you scared? Why are you scared of retaliation? Retaliation for what? The, the why the massive lick lip and the look aside when before you answer whether you're scared or not at all that could be consistent with the stress it of could like, be i don't know i'm just it, it seemed yeah. out of place no, for the rest of the you these are these are the right questions you know most of the time analysis is just you see something ask like what could it be and then see how many points you have in each direction and make a make a smart decision but i want to know what retaliation for what this is again it's like the statement earlier of uh what was it where she said, uh, I, I wouldn't dare say something. Oh, okay. by the way, Gavin, great point. When did it happen, her uh, trafficking? Because she'd have to apply for a visa. Gavin yeah. lives in England. Interesting. So if I right now publicly invite Gavin to come stay with me, am I human trafficking? I'm sorry, bad joke. I, I apologize. I don't know what your relationship with Gavin is. I don't want to go too deep now. Let's let's you keep this family friendly. Yeah, and, and the thing is, people. Someone in the chat references the R. Kelly. Yes, you're 100 percent right. And you know, to some to a certain extent, the allegations concerning Ezra Miller. I'm not discrediting any of that. I'm no, I, me neither. These could be 100 percent legitimate. I don't like the use of the buzzwords. It doesn't mean that they're not true. I just don't like the use of the buzzwords. Yeah. Also, um, it's not. She's not saying I was scared at the time, and I was scared to say something at the time. She's saying. I wouldn't dare say something, but I only realized I was in an abusive relationship seven years later. I'm looking at the discrepancy, not the, not the statement itself of saying I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to come out at the time. I was scared of him at the time. That, that's a, that's a very, that would be a very normal thing. And I, I'd be sympathetic to that. And I would never point that out as having anything wrong with it. Okay. From the UK to the US, I was harbored. And then I was coerced into involuntary servitude and in which included sexual abuse she's ticking them off physical abuse mm -hmm. how does it feel now to be able to name him it's like a massive relief at the same time it's it is terrifying i'm still scared of him i'm still scared of retaliation where do you find that strength i think it comes from thinking about other survivors perhaps i can give strength to another survivor to go and report i want people who are in this situation right now to know they're not alone and that it's not their fault. We reached out to Marilyn Mann. All right. So that's, that's a bit, it of, that on that one. A bit of that quiver at the end with the lip, with the, with the, with the voice, bit of a quiver at the end. I, you know, that, that seemed like something was emotionally impacting her. Mm -hmm. seeing a little bit of sadness there. You know, we could see the droopiness, something there at the end did emotionally um, get her, uh, you know, so there, um, 
I lost the thought for something. Anyways, I'm not sure. Um, okay. There's there's just not a lot from this interview because they do so many cutaways. They do so many cutaways in they the do. middle of her statement. They do so many cutaways between her statements. You don't know when in the interview this takes place. Uh, there is one thing earlier. I said that I didn't baseline her because most of there's nothing that she did that made me go, Oh, I wonder if this is her baseline. There is something. And I remember just now it's her blink rate throughout this entire interview. Her blink rate is way above normal. And I would love to know if that's baseline for her. It could be contact lenses, could be, you know, the wind sometimes, you know, if it's in an indoor thing, she might have a lower blink. Maybe there was a bit of wind, a gust of wind, but her blink rate throughout this video is quite high. Average is uh, 16 blinks a minute, more or less, give or take. Hers is much higher than that. By the way, somebody brought up they wish there was a female body language expert. I will be bringing Lena Cisco on. I, I have her on from time to time. Fantastic. And I actually was going to have her look at some of these. So don't, I mean, don't give up on the channel yet. I, I do actually spread oh. the wealth. And uh, um, we have, we have uh, Alita in the chat. But, but here's the thing. Uh, female body language analyst, to me, doesn't have any more no. sort of expertise than male body language analysts, but a female who has survived or dealt with a lot of cases of abuse does. Here's the thing. Rob has dealt, Rob is a lawyer who deals with family law. He's dealt with a ton of abuse survivors. I did therapy for years. I specialized in trauma. So I'm not trying to, it's not a resume statement. I'm not trying to show off, but like, by the way, um, while we're on that, um, I want to introduce you to um, Esme Bianca's uh, lawyer. I don't know if you, you maybe you recognize him from somewhere. Yep. I, I'm not sure, um, but I didn't know that part. <clears throat> Thanks, Eric. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, look at his face. Look at Rob's face. A lot of discomfort. <laughs> processing. Processing. <laughs> Okay, so let me see here. Um, Gives me context okay. for the interview that I watched. You, most Rob, of. you know what it feels like to me. Rob, you know what it feels like to me. You know when we're young and we watch like to Price is Right or Judge Judy or Maury, and have this lawyer come on the TV and be like, "Have you dealt with an insurance company?" No, 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 because you might be entitled to some money. I feel like this guy's gonna do a commercial. And be like, "Have you dated Marilyn Manson?" Because you might be entitled to some money. Give me a call one five five whatever. Okay, well, and uh, I mean, just folks, you know, and, and just in case, I, well, I, I like to spread knowledge and, and definitely uh -huh. put that out there. So let's go on. We're going to go to the second interview. This is with Ashley Morgan Smithline and her lawyer on The View. Sarah, I believe, has the oh, first question. I've seen that, too. Welcome to the show. Ashley, can you start from the beginning? When did you first meet Marilyn Manson? And what was your relationship like at, at the beginning? Can you, can you pause Hi, real quick? Um, how far apart are these interviews? I don't know exactly, but by a strange coincidence, I believe all the accusations came out within like one or two days. Well, this, but the dates of these particular interviews. I, I'm not sure people in the chat could probably answer oh, that. Chat, the Manson cases. Find that answer for me, please. The Manson cases I know is in the chat. And Leslie Lane, oh, about a month. Um, before we go into this, before we go into this, I want to say a few things. There's a reason that it's very difficult to analyze this. And it, I had to go baseliner for this reason. There is an enormous amount of stillness on her face. Her eyebrows barely move. So she has a lot of plastic surgery, enormous amount of Botox, 
um, uh, lip injection. Well, let, is, let everybody watch her for a second so they can actually feel that because we haven't gotten. But before we go, but like, okay. like, look for this. Okay. Look for this. Um, lip injections limit the movement of the lips. They're harder to compress. So, so we're gonna have that. The eyebrows are barely moving. And she keeps doing this thing with her eyes where they'll just open up like this. And it happens at weird moments. It's not even when she's talking now. I've, I've baselined her and she does that a lot for emphasis. So she says something in her eyes just really open up for a sec as she emphasized something in her baseline. But the um, uh, uh, hesitation is not baseline for her. The Even the lack of movement on the face isn't. I think she took something to relax before she came on the interview. I don't know if it was weed or something. I don't know what it was, but... She's and also there's this thing between her and the lawyer. There's a Rob, you're going to comment on this for me, please. There's a disconnect between her and her lawyer. He's really avoiding looking at her. I think he knows that I don't know, muscle relaxer, antidepressant, something. She's way too calm and non reactive and not responsive, and it's not normal. Wait till he does when he does look at her. Wait to see how, wait till you see how long it takes him to process and reprocess. Okay. By the way, one of the regulars, um, Spidey, says that he knows the lawyer you're talking about. It's John Morgan in mm -hmm. Orlando. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So. That, those ads worked for him. That's amazing. All right. Sorry. Thank you for having us. Um, I, um, I was kind of bombarded by Facebook messages, um, by emails, by Skype calls that I don't know if he remembered he did all of these different things, but we first connected over a Skype call um, in the summer of 2010. I was modeling in Bangkok, Thailand. Come on, she's all over the place. I know you've got something to say in there. Yeah, a lot to say. First, um, a lot of people in the chat are saying uh, ketamine or that it was, sorry, I saw a comment that said it was confirmed. Yes. She said that the others gave her We'll okay. talk about that later. Let's just is go with the analysis. Fact, is, I mean, I, okay. No, I've got facts to show. I've got, I've got little displays to show later on. Again, I I can't. I got to surprise Rob. I've got to surprise you. It's, um, a, it's about surprises. Like Rob was surprised about who were lawyers. So, you know, that's an important thing. So the, the first bunch of sentences out of her mouth were about her. Not we corresponded, we talked on this, or we talked on that. He sent me. He sent me this. He sent me that. I was modeling in Bangkok. So it's 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 me, me, me. And I being one of the people who will often be in a trap where I talk about me, 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 I know what it means. And it's it's ego. Um, so again, is she correcting for feeling little? We do that sometimes, you know, to try to make ourselves feel better. But I'm always weary of people who start a conversation and it's me, 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 he wrote to me. I was doing this. Um, so, yeah. Go for it. All right. Rob, anything from you? Brain stall mode. You think her, she's stalling? No, my brain is in stall mode. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ashley, um, you say that after a few months, your friendship evolved into a consensual sexual relationship. And every time you had a break from modeling in Asia, you would live with him in his Los Angeles apartment. According to you, this is when the psychological, physical, and sexual abuse started. Can you tell us about some of the things you say that he did to you? More of those damning pictures there, Spidey. Say that again? More of those damning pictures. No. <laughs> yeah. Although, again, I'm again, Rob's right. Pictures, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to dwell on it. It was just a joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. 
you know, some say a picture is worth a thousand words. Rob says a picture is worth zero words. But uh, let's go back to the one before this. The, the pictures are worth 26 words. No more. Abuse no. started. Can you? First of all, when was this taken? I, I have no idea when that picture was taken. I mean, you don't. That's why the photo selection, that's why the photos are so hard to context. I mean, because she doesn't, how long, okay, how long ago was her relationship with him? Um, 2010, 2011, I believe is so, uh, so, in so, her statement. So, I can pull them out. So 12 years ago? Yeah. And her allegations started when? Uh, well, uh, 11 years ago, they all came forward on February uh, 1st. 11 years ago. Uh, no, it was la last year. Uh, 2021, February 1st, I believe it was. Okay. The okay. Can you tell us uh, about some of the things you say that he did to you? Um, yes. Um, it um, began quite quick. Um, I flew out, and within... Um, the next day I was in his um, home. Um, I woke up uh, bound and um, he was having sex with my unconscious body. So um, that was my, uh, my first experience. And then from there it was um, the abuse just worsened. I was dehumanized. I was um, degraded. I was treated like a um i was treated like a, a an animal that <sighs> does the lawyer want to have any reaction or look on his face at all like sh your client is sitting there I don't know. Your client is sitting there saying these things. And when I've had clients that say these things, I don't care how stoic you are as an attorney. You have to mirror your client. You have to be able to kind of at least give some credence to what your client is saying. Nod. Look over there. Turn your body towards her. Do something other than look straight forward and look like you're waiting for a freaking paycheck. I, I'm just not happy with how this lawyer is acting in this particular interview. Alita said in the chat, is her lawyer, is her lawyer falling asleep? <laughs> there was a long eye blink there. Alita's my favorite. I miss, I miss the part of my life where like I had to check in with Alita every day to tell her what my schedule was and whether I could be on a stream. I, I, it was a good part of my life. Um, I, I want it to happen again. I want it to be a high profile case and I want to be on that panel. I agree with you, Rob. It, it, yeah, but yeah, he, he's perfectly said. How about her? <laughs> anything listen how do you analyze someone with that little movement in her face and who's saying um before everything she said um before house you know like, um house and you know what's funny about this one and this is i go back to the lawyer Fucking lawyer if your client's struggling like that lean over give them a reassuring gesture or if they're pausing and hesitating like that why don't you just cut in and say look i understand this is hard for her to answer i'm gonna try and do the best I can to help her recap this interject. That's your freaking job. Yeah. Uh, Rob and I talked about uh, a lot at great length. Uh, 
sort of Elaine and Amber's legal team when the verdict was being read, when she got up and walked away and there was no comfort, there was no one checking in with her. No. And yeah, it would be unfair to not mention it here as well. If she's having this, she's talking about this crazy emotional thing. Now, I'm not seeing much emotion, but I'm not surprised. Her face is barely moving. So I'm not going to count that against her. There's no emotion, whether good, bad, nothing, nothing. But yeah, you would expect him to sort of, you know, look at her, see if she's okay. You know, I'm sorry. It's okay. Like something, something, something. All right. I'm going to, again, very few, but three super chats here. Um, This is somebody talking about the seven years things. I was abused for over seven years. I didn't realize it was abuse. I thought I had deserved it. That's why I'm I'm being really cautious on that timeline thing. I'm, I'm very sorry about that. Right. Well, I was talking about the seven. Anyway, that, that was no, a jury I, I and it was, it was there's very, a separation. It was a, it was no, a we need to be, we need to be one, one million percent sensitive to that. There are a lot of people. Absolutely. In that relationship. In that moment. Yeah, like, especially. In that moment, I feel like that's, you know, that's what it is. I'm very sorry you experienced that, truly. Um, reminds me a bit of the kids inside of the witch trials. I wonder if they're regretting their association to him, and this is a means of disassociation. I don't know. It, it has a question. Yeah, so I have seen that. I have seen that a lot before to where I had clients who came to me to get over certain traumas and they said, you know, at the time I thought I wanted it. At the time it was, you know, it was normal. It was our relationship. Only now do I realize that it was unacceptable and I didn't really want it. So, and that really blurs the line and makes it a nuance because what, what, do you, what do you do with that? And, and, and I try to be enormously sensitive to that and I'll deal with it and I'll help them deal with it. But it's so hard to years later go, well, at the time, I, you know, I, I thought that that's what it was supposed to be. And only now am I saying, and I'm not taking anything away from that. It's such a sensitive topic. Um, yeah. All right. Um, Ari Jacob, um, this is an interesting question. How do juries typically judge attractive women? Curious from Spidey or Rob if an attractive woman made to look more homely makes a difference. Interesting how they dressed her. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it really matters. Um, not well. I say that, but I think that it it comes down to who you're who you're trying to persuade. To a jury, yes, it matters. To a judge, depends on the judge. To someone like me, like to an attorney, I don't care what they're wearing. I'm focused on them just them the only well, time i'll ever a public opinion yeah okay. we made comments about what amber heard was wearing to trial sometimes and mm-hmm. there were times when it's like dress her less aggressively because it's not so much dressing them dressing them down or making them look homely it's are they aggressive and assertive or do they look more timid and soft all right. Uh, I, 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 it's not my field of expertise, fashion and what it projects. Um, I don't know. We studied a little bit of it in, you know, when I studied social psychology, it was in there, but it's not something that I ran with. So, yeah. Uh, Alita says yes, less aggressively. Okay. Um, Jenny is saying that she may have used the USA visa waiver program. I'm not sure if that was this. It's got to be this one because um, this super chat came in recently. I'm not sure. All right. Well, let me. So I I looked at this. Let me. The from what I just pulled, and the chat gave me the information. February of 2021 was the first interview with Esme. Yeah. Right. This interview was June 30th of 2021. 
Mm-hmm. Lawsuit was filed April 30th of 2021. First mm-hmm. interview, no attorney on screen. I can completely see why as may handle herself just fine. Second interview, attorney on screen. And there's two reasons for that. One, the lawsuit's been filed. So the attorney is there to both put himself out there and make sure that everyone knows that he's the attorney that filed the lawsuit. Two, he's trying to give the air of protecting his client, which he's not doing a very good job at. But three, does anyone have any doubts as to why the attorney is there when the client is having this much difficulty? You need someone there to give credence to these allegations, especially because there's a lawsuit pending. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I Ashley, I know this is very difficult um, to talk about, and, and, and thank you for sharing your story. Um, let me ask you this. Over the course of two years, you allege he raped you multiple times, cut you in several uh, places with a knife, kept you sleep deprived. Pause, pause, pause. Someone's throwing me off, and I can't even listen to the words. Where the hell is their monitor? Because th- throughout that entire question, the lawyer was looking straight in front. She's looking down into her left. Where the hell is the monitor? And, and, and typically with things like this, there aren't 50 monitors. There's typically one, maybe two. Um, why aren't they looking at the same place? This woman's asking a serious question. I don't understand why they're looking at different. Can you just go back a little? I'm having a really hard time because I would like to know if in Ashley's case, this is sort of like this sort of board dismissive thing. Oh, did, or- did we already do how long it takes the lawyer to, to actually reassess when he looks at Ashley? No. Quite quick. Um, I okay. flew out, and within um, in front of the next day, I was in his um, home. Um, I woke up uh, okay. bound, and um, this he is was crazy. having sex with my unconscious body. So um, that was my uh, my first experience, and then. From there, it was um, the abuse just worsened. I was dehumanized. I was um, degraded. I was treated like a. Um, I was treated like a, a an animal that. <sighs> yeah, I Ashley. I know this is very difficult. Um, to talk about and and, and thank you for sharing your story. Um, Let me ask you this. Over the course of two years, you allege he raped you multiple times, cut you in several uh, places with a knife, kept you sleep deprived and manipulated you into a state of physical and emotional isolation. You say it got so bad that you were down to weighing only 80 pounds. Did you ever fear that he Only at the end did she look up. Absolutely. I mean, very early on, he made it clear that my life was definitely in danger and that he could kill me at any time. I was afraid all the time that he would end my life. Anything there? Yeah, so again, back to the eyes. Like, when she's talking, she is looking straight in front of her to where the lawyer's looking as well. I suspect that's where the monitor Mm -hmm. is. Lawyer's not working straight ahead. Lawyer's looking off camera down, off camera to the left, off camera above. He is? The lawyer is. Very, very subtly, but the lawyer gets a little distracted, looks down, looks to the left, looks up. It's like micro. It's like right off. When he's paying attention, like I'm just, I'm looking at his eyes to figure out where the monitor is. When he's paying attention, it seems to be pretty much right in front of them. When she's talking, she's looking straight into that monitor, which makes sense for someone who started sentences with I, 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 me, me, me. 
She's looking at herself. When the interviewer was asking the question, only at the end did she look up. The rest of the time she was looking down. She was sort of like looking to the side. And it's almost like I don't care about anything that isn't my me and my answer. I, that's that's what I would get from that kind of thing. Like you look at your monitors when you're on, when you're on, but you look away when someone else is talking. Um it's weird to me. It's weird. I, I don't. I don't love that. Somebody talked about the shrugging. There are a lot of shrugs, but they're all double-sided. I think she's actually struggling to get words out, which further pushes my theory of she's on something. And I yeah, think the lawyers, the lawyers looking around the room to seeing how his clients playing. That's why it's like the subtle, the subtle off, subtle off monitor to up left side. He's using his peripheral. He's he's scanning the room to see how his client statements are playing. Love it, Robin. Your experience would she have a would she have a monitor that she's supposed to read? Because I don't feel like she's reading. No, she should yeah. not be reading. She should she's be not. speaking. The problem is, it sounds like she's reading. Well, well, except for the hesitations. When yeah. you typically read, you get more of a robotic kind of language, but you rarely get um uh uh uh, uh, uh you don't get that. But you know who is reading the interviewer who's reading verbatim the allegations themselves like it's like taking all of the burden off of the person being interviewed and feeding them good point so uh ashley um i understand that you travel to asia for modeling jobs throughout uh throughout this relationship but you say that you kept coming back to him uh, when you would return to the united states so help us understand why you would keep going back and what made you finally leave him, in fact? Um, I, was, I, I was extremely manipulated. I felt, um, I felt like I was coerced into, you know, being with him in the first place. And um, as unsafe as it was, um, I just, I felt that I couldn't escape it. Okay, and Spidey, you've seen the whole thing. Uh, uh, honestly, it doesn't really deviate from this, the entire interview. Am I wrong? Uh, no, no, non-verbally, this is it. This is what we're getting. A lot of ums and a lot of... Look, that's what... Bring it back up. I want to show you what I meant about the lips. What we're seeing right there is a lip compression, but when you have that much filler, you don't see it as that compressed. Do you see what I'm saying? Usually with a compression or retraction, the lips almost disappear. You don't see any red anymore. That's a compression. You could tell by the tension on the sides of the mouth, but we're not really seeing it because of that filler. So it's really hard to get her nonverbals. Um, I'm not going to jump on someone who says that they return to their abuser. It's very common. Uh, you know, a lot of people might say, well, that doesn't make sense. You get, and even the way the question was uh, said, like, can you explain to us why you went back to him? It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon for someone to go back to their abuser because there's a certain sense of comfort there. All right, I'm gonna um, bring up some other stuff while you guys are talking here. Give some, shout out to Lauren in the comments, my BFF. What up, Lauren? I mean, the other funny thing about this interview is I remember the next question that's asked presupposes the abuse actually occurred. It the next question that gets asked is no longer about allegations. It's no longer anything. It is, you know, having having subjected yourself to or having been abused. It it automatically assumes that it was correct. I didn't like that. I also thought that she's using the buzzwords like again, again, she stutters a lot with the I, 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 and then the next two words out of her mouth are coerced are they are um, manipulated. They are 
and the use of the word manipulate, it doesn't even make sense in the context that she's using it. it but I, I don't know how to read her. I don't know if this is normal. Well, uh, I don't know, but since there's a lot of mysteries here and we're going to continue on the same thing, essentially, here's some fun things to look at. This is an Instagram exchange through DMs she had with somebody talking about the interview. I essentially, we'll start with her first statement in here, but they told me to lie and act and speak with no accent. It was truncated. So apparently... What does truncated mean? What's she the has, accent? Uh, apparently, she's English or Australian. What? Why do they make you speak in an American accent out of curiosity? Be like Evan? So let's what? To you with the exchange. Hold on. They, hold on. They told me to lie. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I, I have to have surprises for you, or this isn't like any this. fun. <laughs> Who told her to lie? Who told her? Her attorney? Well, let's let's read through. Maybe there'll be some context in here. Um, oh, I see. That's weird. There's already one of her. You could just be like you. That makes me sad. I just want to keep working and be myself. That sounds English. Or, cancel thing and I, I got pulled into this whole cancel thing and I just want to keep working and carry on living my me own life. Why isn't me own life? Yeah, that does sound British, but why isn't she saying like why isn't she saying like I want to expose him? I did this for the truth. I want to do this to help the other. There's nothing in this conversation that's telling us like I'm doing this because this man is a terrible man. Shouldn't that be well, very present here, Rob? Next paragraph. Keep reading. Yep. Um, have you been, um, that's completely understandable. Have you been okay? This has got to be a pretty heavy burden to carry. It wasn't something I knew I was even brought into. I never wanted to cancel anyone and I just fell in with influence. I want to work and move forward. Come on. Are these yep. for sure? There is, a, this is, this is from court documents, guys. I'm, I'm reading the court Admit documents. It. Um, let me see. You're not bad, a bad person, though. You just did. You just do what you need to do to survive in life, right? Even if you have to be dishonest sometimes. I'm willing to bet that you never actually tried to hurt anybody. You never actually want to hurt anybody. I wouldn't actually hurt a fly. I have no anger or malice. Are you sure you're not Australian? Evan's documentary narrative just needs a certain spin for her billions. And then I saw you on the news, LMAO. And you so did not want to be there. He kind of looks like you had been awake for three three days straight and were possibly on like a six caffeine pills. And get <laughs> uh, Rob, can this case just be thrown out based on this text exchange? I don't know. LMFAO, you were on the special K while you did that interview? You should no. resent young girls who reenacted the Crucible. What does that mean? The Crucible. Um, that's Arthur Miller play about the Salem witch trials. Some girls um, said that people were witches and all that, but there's speculation that they actually well, might have had. A, it might have been like an LSD type of reaction due to the grains going or some things like that. So, um, to be honest, you did seem a little strung out because it's my name. They destroyed me. I had to numb. Who, no, no, hold on. Who destroyed me? Who destroyed me? 
Hold on. Here, here we go. Keep Stop going. Keep going. Here, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Keep going. Stop they just told me. We need Gavin. Gavin. All of you were roped into this, though. It was all Evan, sweetheart. Esme and Media and Ilma, to be fair. That's Ashley Gore. Um, so Esme, her friend, who shares the same lawyer. Ilma Gore, who is, were, was all throughout the documentary with Evan Rachel Wood. And by the way, Esme, who testified with Evan Rachel Wood um, as part of the Phoenix Act. Um, this is all stuff to go you know, elsewhere. I'm just staying right. I'm staying on point, guys. That That's all. Because mm -hmm. it, this is very specific. Mm -hmm. um, power, but yeah. they let me be Patsy and take it the worst. I left country. Yes, the media was also roped into this. Evan had a lot of power here. She controlled everything. I can't exist in that cruelty. People take the purest kind of souls to take balls. I know, sweetie, but we're going to clear your name one day, yeah? And I know, mm -hmm. Angel, mm -hmm. that's just not okay. I know you're gullible and a people pleaser. You thought you were doing the right thing. Um, but, okay, we're almost well, there. Don't scroll past that one. Do you really think that by lying, making up your own story, you'd be helping her? Yeah, I hate lies too. I can't stand telling lies and I can't stand injustice. Always got to do the right thing, even if it hurts me in some way. I end up feeling better after it anyway. Like I've fallen for someone and we went about it as adults. Wasn't supposed to, but three days in, we owned it and took lashing, took blame and consequence. Your heart chooses what it does and life is already written. Eric, do you know what these texts like? There's a, there's a sort of a covert function to these texts, and that covert function is that I hate you because when we do analysis, like we struggle to look at every little thing and we're like, oh, what is my? You had the answer. Like you could have just put me out of my misery yesterday and been like, here, look at this. And I'm like, why? Oh. But you're like, no, analyze it. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, the people asked. The people asked. Well, it's yeah, okay, but, guys. You know, it's nice. I have it would a be little nice bit more. To know, for... Nice to know that she was faking an accent. That would have been helpful. <laughs> well, I, you know what? That takes a lot of brain and power, you know, especially you know if what you're else high. Is fucking funny. I'm sorry. Did I allow you to use profanity yet? You just did. <laughs> oh, I'll take it back. <laughs> Go ahead, bud. No, Alita, this is her crazy. attorney is sitting there right next to him, right next to her. Obviously, they've had conversations, including leading up to this interview. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting right next to her. And she starts with this bogus American accent. And he doesn't flinch. He's looking <laughs> square ahead. Like, like, like this is practiced. And you know what? It's it's a good lie. If he's if he's if he has never heard this before, he's the best deceiver I've ever seen in the world. Because it's like it. it's impressive. There's nothing that throws him off. Maybe yeah. he has some ketamine. All right, but, but guys, there, there's a little bit more. I, look, I don't want to take just one Instagram confession conversation out of context. So let's look at a little more um, on her Instagram. Hold on, hold on, before we go on, she did a story. There's so much to say. Hold on. Rob made a point that Eric, we can't had, Yeah, Eric, you've had too much fun. We get to have a little fun now. Listen, you're going to drop a bomb like this on us. You're going to give us time to recover. Um, my, my attorney, Mr. Morton, was very correct about something. 
the fact that the guy kept a straight face while she's faking this accent is hilarious. Imagine if we started this stream and all of a sudden Rob is like, hello, governor. I'd be like. <laughs> I just started, like, I don't know. What do I do here? Do we just pretend like you're... so that's weird. Your client is all of a sudden adopting and I didn't even know she was British or Australian. I've seen this one video from her. Um, hilarious. Actually, wait, I saw the People magazine interview. Did she have an accent in that? No. <laughs> Unless, unless, unless there was an accent, I didn't even notice there was a difference. I, did she have an accent in the People magazine thing? Now I'm paranoid. I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't have it on hand. But what is her? So these were these were documents filed at what? So I have to know at least from a legal postural standpoint because it does affect my analysis. These are filed by Marilyn Manson's legal team in July, a, a week or so ago, very okay. recently. Um, in addition to that document, a statement from the person she was spoken to was also filed okay. because there was questions on whether it was her Instagram account. So uh, affidavit, because she changed the name of her account from, um, well, here we go. Uh, let me look. Has at the there name. been a response that basically either admits the authenticity or denies the authenticity and provides well, some they, they, um I think some, they tried to, I don't know if it was in the press or documents, but she was actually Lindsay Morgan. Uh, before now she's Ashley Morgan Smith line uh, as her name. So they, they tracked her name changing from uh, then till later. And, and that brings us to the next, the next point though. That, that is no, 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 hold on. Hold on. I'm watching the people, the people magazine interview. There is no accent besides the, um, uh, um, uh, uh, besides all of that is the, the same. So she just goes on interviews about him and puts on accents. I know she said that he wanted her to do not. So I, I don't know. Rob, is this considered a class action suit? Like, I don't know the diff. Like, is this when no, it's four, people- it's four independent suits that have been consolidated because the allegations are so substantially similar? I believe. I love how he said that. Like, I'm supposed no, to I don't think so because Esme's is going to be the first one tried. Oh, so they're not consolidated? They're no, four separate. Ashley cases. Waters is already thrown out, right. and um, I don't know the status on Ashley Morgan, but um, anyway, Rob, 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 if they could seriously, di- if they could seriously prove that one of the many women who's accusing him flat out lied is the whole thing thrown out or is just no no it's gonna be case by case because one person lies doesn't mean everything else is a lie and that's that's something that i want everyone to keep that's something about this particular case that's kind of different than the amber heard stuff very different than the amber heard stuff just because any one of these individuals is, is or is ever proven to have falsified or or added or removed from their story does not negate the allegations of all of them period so one of these people could be telling the truth and we cannot look and dismiss those allegations just because other people in the group might have been lying. Okay, but in your experience, Rob, as far as this plays out to a jury, does one person losing serious credibility leak into the other ones? It can't. You can't. It comes down to the attorney and how do you get that information in? Like, because if if one of their cases is going forward, so let's say that this girl, Ashley Morgan Smith, whatever, let's say her case goes forward. And if I'm Marilyn Metz's attorney, but I want to bring in a, a statement that this other person lied in their other case about allegations that were against Marilyn Manson, it's not technically relevant because it doesn't have anything to that either proves or disproves my specific set of allegations, unless you can draw some type of nexus and draw a connection where it becomes relevant where, for example, the lies are so substantially similar that they were crafted from the same set of lies, or you can demonstrate that they coordinated to say the lies. That's when you can start bringing those 
You mean like yeah. how they all met together in meetings and it was uh, documented in the uh, Phoenix Rising documentary? Some of the allegations, like I said, I have a very, <laughs> I have a very like from the crow's perch look at this. Sure. I have no clue about the specifics. All right. Well, I'm going to go a little further because she did claim to be um, hacked, apparently, you know, according to the chat or whatever. But here, here's another thing. Her again. And um, she wanted to show, you know, those those bite marks. And it made me think of Esme. Remember, he loved to bite. Yep. To bite uh, black, bite, and bite, blue, bite, black and bad, blue, uh, bad yeah. biter. So, um, she, uh, Ashley, um, Morgan Smith like put it in her Instagram to show, you know, the damage. Okay. That's definitely not a cool thing. Um, it, but then, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, apparently, it's a Pinterest image, um, that you can uh, find out there. Um, she she posted as her own, and that that was her. But it's actually a stock photo on Pinterest to show the bite marks, which is on, not hold helpful on, hold on, hold on, for hold on, her credibility. How do we know? How do we know it's a stock photo as opposed yeah. to a picture of her that they used? Is there but, is there an attribution on the on the uh, Pinterest? May, may, maybe it's because here's a picture of her, and um, there's no mole, and you could tell the differences between her collarbone and the structure of her herself not matching the photo. So either a stock photo. Also, uh, you could do a 10-eye search, and it shows up about 40 times in different websites. So Yeah, but is there, a, is there a photographer attributed to the photo? Because that's the question. Is, I, I don't is know. someone claiming attribution? Like, I took this photo, therefore it could not possibly uh, we, we don't have that much, but we do know that when this came out, she deleted it. Uh, well. Alita, the only reason, Alita, the only reason we haven't asked you to join is because we don't want to be sort of presumptuous that you're just sitting around waiting to be on a stream. But if you're available to be in well, here... Well, I also have to wrap it up. <laughs> so, no! What? Uh, <laughs> this Apparently, there's going to need to be a part two, because I'm still pissed at you, Eric. Uh, uh, well, definitely it'll be a part two, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I have an issue with my air conditioning not working in the house and having to do it. So, but, uh, so I also but, have more facts coming. So I want people on Tinterhooks, because there's more facts coming in all the time, and... I know that I've got Rob interested, so he's going to start digging. I mean, Smithline was born in California. Okay, so this accent thing and saying me instead of my, what is that? But she traveled all over the place. Like when she was a model, apparently she lived all over the world. Of course, we'll have you. Um, we'll have you instead of Eric. We'll, we'll, we'll take over oh, yeah, there channel. <laughs> we'll take over Eric's channel. He won't even be in his own stream. It'll be me, Rob, and Alita. Okay. Oh, by the way, so last super chats i definitely want this should be noted that ketamine is a general anesthetic vets use with horses can massively affect muscle movement including facial expression um scott cardinal all right moment shots <laughs> what's, what's it's actually shots? stole their costume i'm not sure what moment shots is uh, i'm moment shots uh let me see i didn't expect my comment real Guardian witches to be so apropos. I got that right. Five from Besme. The visa comment was Esme too. Okay. And um, this one, I love this. Uh, Ari had to say for Spidey's, hello, governor. Hello. <laughs> hello, governor. Nice. It's the first time I get, I get money for doing accents. Oh, T in Tennessee. And by the way, thank you, Scott Cardinal, for saying this first because I would have said 10 Tennessee. This is Moomenshans. Oh my, uh, <laughs> Scott! All right, yeah, um, thank you, Rob. And yes, I, I agree with that too, Rob. And that's why I, I I narrowed this down to only these two people to look at, and I have more to come. Like um, 
I've already bugged Spidey that I want to do Ilmagore. Very, we, very much. We have a lot more to talk about here. I feel like we need to give Alita an opportunity <sighs> to like reenact her reaction to seeing those texts. <laughs> I think I think Alita's already seen those texts. Oh, okay. Damn. Um, it's part of the, the legal documents that came down in the uh, filing. Um, David Marsh, <laughs> do part two tomorrow. Eric has nothing going on tomorrow. Yep. You know what? It depends. I can do it at noon tomorrow. People also, want to jump you know in and I bring Nate the lawyer and others. In. You know what? I, I want to say this before before we leave, and I, I go and just sort of replay everything that happened in the last two days of my life. I want to say this. Thank you, Lisa. Let's learn, let's learn from the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. There's nothing wrong with thinking that these women are telling the truth. There's nothing wrong with thinking that Marilyn Manson is telling the truth. There's nothing wrong with none of us were there. None of us know. Let's not shame people for not seeing what you consider to be obvious. It's very easy for me with my experience to jump up and be like, well, you're obviously an idiot because you're not seeing when she said this or when he said that. Let's, let's please not do that. Nobody here, if somebody looks at this and by their life experience, they feel, they feel like these women are telling the truth and they go, I feel this is truth. That doesn't give you, just because you disagree, doesn't give any of us the right to say, well, you're obviously an idiot because you're obviously lying. That's your opinion. That's what your experience led you to stop. Steve, sorry. We're going to see Thank certain you. things. We're going to analyze this. You know, I'll be back on the channel gladly. I just don't want the same thing to happen that happened with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard to where if you feel like you saw something in Amber Heard that was truthful, all of a sudden the entire internet wants you to die because you're a moron. That's no. not what's happening. And we're going to go in a case. That's why I said we'll go case by case by case. I, I don't. I don't want to get any further. And by the way, and yeah. I don't have as much on Esme as I do on Ashley. There's a reason yeah. I did the order. Okay, and, and <laughs> you know impact. what? To the chat, uh, and Eric, I'm not. I'm not going to do any deep dive on this one. I actually kind of having that reaction and being able to kind of give that assessment from that bird's eye view without the knowledge of it. I kind of feel okay. like there's some importance there. Yeah. All right. Uh, until there's more information, like I'm, I'm not comfortable. As you guys saw, I was going back and forth a lot because, like, one woman is like, can't even move her face. The other one is a highly edited interview. I'm not in a place right now where I can go. There are. I pointed out some discrepancies in their stories, um, but it's not enough for me to go. No, you're full of it. He never did that. It'll take a lot for me to get there. There are discrepancies. If I saw an interview with him, I'm sure there's a few things I'd point out to be like, oh, that that's a red flag. But let's just not do that thing where we get polarized and attack anyone who didn't see the things that we obviously saw. Nothing about these cases is obvious. All right. Well, perfect. Now, chat, I want to make sure, um, not just chat, but uh, commenters, and thank you, Tilly T, for the super sticker. Do you want a part two? Comment below. Flood with the comments. Let's get the word out. And I will see about wrangling these guys and hopefully bring in legal bites as well to um, get ganged up on by lawyers. So until next time, please comment below. If you like this, you want a part two, please consider subscribing. I promise you there's a lot more to come. Not only this, but other things like Elmagor's sister, uh, the whole Gore versus Gore uh, restraining order situation that got tossed out. Uh, blackmail material, iPad shifting, everything you could ever imagine coming soon. And thank you.